Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are so glad to have you tune in with us to this episode on why you need to turn off your phone though. <laughs> Last week was so, 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 so good, getting good at the gray. Yes. And this week, we're getting a little more specific about how the role of our phones have become very central in our life and what we can do about it. Because it's not always a good thing, but don't get me wrong. I know that you're listening to this podcast on your phone, most likely. So you go ahead and do that. You go ahead and tune in every Thursday, (laughs) starting at 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are ready for you, man. We are ready. But we really do. uh, We really have let phones take a real major role in our lives. And I was thinking, Ashley, tell me about your first phone. Where Mm. did you get it? How did you get it? What age were you when you got it? I mean, my goodness. Okay, so I still remember when, you know, we had a phone on the wall with like a dial tone that you had to turn and then it had like a cord. And so I would like take the phone. The cord was so long that I could take it to another room and close the door so that whoever was standing in the kitchen wouldn't hear me as I talked on the phone from the bathroom. So I remember that life. And then I got a pink pager in my late teens, <laughs> I was like 16 or 17. So then you can be like 911, 411, 143, you know, just like let people know what's up. Like, I really need to talk to you. Hey, I got some info for you. Oh, I love you, you know? So that's, that's Hold the on. three things you, you had can a pager. Yeah, girl, first of all, you one. had a pager. Pink. Second of all, it was pink. Uh huh. Doesn't I'm even dead. sound like me, does it? It's amazing. No, I don't think I've ever seen you wear anything pink except no. a lipstick. Like I Correct. And that's accurate. And oh, it shall stay that way. It shall stay that and way. And then I got my first cell phone. I think that I was maybe 18 or 19. I know I was getting close to 20. Um, so 18, 19, 20, somewhere around there. And that thing was like massive. It wasn't a true flip phone because it was like a brick that had just like this piece of plastic that flipped down that was technically supposed to like cover the buttons, but you couldn't play games on it. In fact, if you had to text anybody, you had to like type the number three in order to get one of the three letters that's on the number three. (laughs) It was so bad. So yeah, that was my first experience. So I wasn't addicted to it back then. And the minutes were so expensive that you didn't really call people or do very much with the phone. It's not like you could get on Wi-Fi and have unlimited data. Like that was not a thing. That was (laughs) not a thing. Not a thing. That's funny. Uh huh. It was it was a crazy life. Stop and now I am utterly, completely addicted to my iPhone, <laughs> um, and I I really am. So I'm journeying through that life. <laughs> you know what? Did you read? If I read a few um, years ago, the most popular toy for toddlers was an iPhone. I believe that. I really do. In some consumer report, I remember reading about that and thinking, oh my goodness, this is Well, you know why? It's because the adults just want to eat a meal in public without someone throwing sweet potatoes at their head. So that's how the iPhone becomes something that our toddlers enjoy. (laughs) Absolutely. And I mean, and practically, you always have it with you, right? That's exactly right. You're not going to always have a dinosaur puzzle in your back pocket, but (laughs) you will have... You will have your iPhone and you can download yes. the free version of all the games until your kids get bored of those and figure out how to <laughs> yes. do the numbers and you paid like seventeen ninety nine. 
for all the <laughs> games within a game. Yeah, no, yep. for sure. <laughs> My first phone was a Nokia. I forget the the number after it, but one, the first Nokia phone that ever came out. And mm-hmm. I was 16, and I just started driving, and my parents realized, oh, man, if she's out and about, we need to be able to get a hold of her if she's driving. And I remember I was um, extra irresponsible the day they gave it to me, so I felt a little bit guilty. That day, I just have to set this up because it's just too good. It's worth the 30 seconds, I promise you. <laughs> that day, I was a cheerleader in high school, which we were You were? Stop. Wait, oh, my gosh. What? This has already come up, and you've already hassled me for it. Thank you very much. Do you not recall episode two? <laughs> no. Do you I'm not really, recall episode like, two? I'm processing this again. Wait, what? You need to take a seat is what you need to do. <laughs> Sit all the way down. Sit Have all the way all down. The <laughs> all the seats. You've already razzle-jazzled, dazzled me for this. I'm not letting you do it again. <laughs> oh. Listeners, you need to know that Mrs. Ashley Abercrombie was also a cheerleader. I was. So guilty. Don't put me on We're blast. both guilty. We're both guilty. <laughs> but here's the thing: I was getting ready for the game and doing my hair, putting the glitter over my eye- eyelids, as you do, that would eventually fall into my eye, and I'd be blind till the next morning. But getting my game face on, quite literally, getting ready. And I needed to make some dinner for myself really quick. And my parents hadn't come home from work yet, and I was getting ready, had to be back to the school. And so I put some Totina's pizza rolls. I'm so sorry, yeah, Totino's. Did. Yes, you did. Put them, and I, I didn't look at how long they should go in the microwave. I just put them on a plate. I feel like it's a good time to tell our listeners that I don't currently own a microwave. I just feel like that's something I want to throw out. Yeah, just doing my part. Just doing my part. And so I, um, I put them on a plate and threw them in the, in the microwave. And I didn't look how long you should put them in there for. So I just thought, 10 minutes. 10 minutes is good. And then I went back to straightening my hair, which is, I have a lot of hair, and it takes a lot of time to straighten. And I went back, and the smell of burnt hair was what I was smelling, or so I Mm. thought. Mm -hmm. And then I see smoke. I'm in the bathroom. I'm not near the kitchen. I'm in the bathroom, and I see smoke coming from under the bathroom door. And I go out, and I look, and inside, and sure enough, my Totina pizza rolls have melted. They're completely black. All of it is black. They're, they're glued to the plate. So I take the plate and I go out in our backyard and I just chuck it. I just throw it. <laughs> hope for the best. And I think our microwave had seen better days. And I, I didn't have time to clean it. So I just leave the door open. It's just like, I mean, I'm not even messing with you. There's sparks in this microwave. Oh, this my point. gosh. I had, yeah. And so I'm just like, I'll unplug it. And then I just left. So our whole house is filled with smoke. And I just leave. Oh, Because I, I had to get to the game. Did you and, use uh, your cell phone to call somebody and let them no, know? No, here's the thing. I didn't have one. Actually, oh. I didn't have one. I didn't have one yet. Okay. <laughs> so I get to the game and do my thing. And I smell just like a smokestack. I smell like so bad. Plastic. And I, yes. I, didn't ta- I didn't partake in such, thing, such things in high school. No judgment if you did. No judgment. But I was the only cheerleader who didn't use her extra free time to smoke various things and so they were like oh my gosh (laughs) tiffany smells like smoke we've seen the day and i'm like hey it was a tortilla pizza roll situation and i cannot be held responsible (laughs) i had no idea meanwhile i didn't read the back of the box so i get home that night and my parents arrived to a house filled with smoke and i may have left the front door open because i wanted it to air out oh my gosh But I had to go, and there was no way to tell them, right? So I get home, and they're like, "Hey, we just really feel like you know you're out and about, and you've got to you know got to be your going, be at your games, and you're at school, and all these things." We decided to get you a cell phone. So I come home to them buying me this bright blue Nokia cell phone. I was so excited. They bought a fun mm-hmm. case for it and everything, 
And they said, hey, why was the why was the front door not just unlocked but open when we arrived home from work? And I'm like, about that. You will also notice you're down a plate because it is now in the backyard because I don't ever want to see it again. And so I just threw it. I didn't throw it in the garbage, Ashley. I threw it in the backyard. That seemed like a better option to me. I don't know why. Anyway, you were disposing of evidence. That's why. I needed to dispose of the evidence. This is who I am, people. This is who I am. And so I received this beautiful Nookie brick, and I did have a phone on it, Ashley. I could play Snake. Ooh, so I, I snaked me. it up. Oh, mm-hmm. my. You were big time. I was big time. And then I remembered the first time someone got in trouble for playing Snake, and it wasn't even me, but it was someone right next to me. During It was in youth group, and she, instead of listening to the sermon about the Lord, she'd be playing Snake on her phone, and she got caught. And then I felt guilty about it. And so I thought to myself, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be the girl who gets caught playing snake on her phone at church. So I learned the hard way. Don't do that. Don't do that. See, you could have just had a phone like me and eliminated all temptation by not having a phone with games on it. But you know what? You just waited. You wait. You you clock in your time now, aren't you? I stored up all the time. (laughs) Well, I think it's interesting how in society today, especially in Western, in the Western world, and in, people have access to a phone in everywhere, the developing yes. world, the Western world, um, and we want to be connected to one another. But what we use our phones now for today is probably not what they were first invented for, which was to call one another to connect. Now we use it more for, you know, playing Candy Crush and or other games, whatever it whatever it may be, or we're on there reading the news or whatever. It's now become yeah. our go-to device for anything we want to do, not yes. just uh, to call somebody. In fact, I do not recall the last time I used my phone to call anybody. No, no. I mean, I have like nine voicemails currently that are unchecked, and I just assume somehow someone will get in touch with me if they need to. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they are. Yet they are. <laughs> Yes, correct. <laughs> oh, do you like leave a voicemail that says, "Hey, I'm never gonna check this. Go ahead and email me." Do you do that? You know what? When I had um, when I had an office, I definitely had that on like the regular office line. It was just like, "Please send me an email. I will not be checking these voicemails." <laughs> but I just don't even I don't even have a voicemail set up. It just you know when you call me, it lists my phone number. <laughs> you know, it's one of those. Oh, it not doesn't really. A, it doesn't say you. It's you've not like, reached. "Hey, this is Ashley Abercrombie. Leave me a voice message and I'll get back to you." Because that is not my intention ever and I'm very hopeful that you will not leave me a voicemail now if you're listening to this and you'd like to book me for something or (laughs) hang out with me or please email her I will figure it out but I'm just saying I just don't think phones exist for phone calls anymore (laughs) they don't that's the thing they don't I think we spend very little making calls I mean actually I think I made an outgoing call like six days ago to the pediatrician but that's it but we really use our phones for social media emails um reading the news texting all Mm -hmm. those good kind of things photos it's like photos it's our camera Uh, our videos it's our videos it's It's everything else yeah um but the but where it goes wrong is when we spend so much time the when we really we're looking for a quick hit or we have a moment to ourselves what do we do we reach for our phone we don't give ourselves 
mental margin to sit in the moment or think about something new or dream up something new, we fill our space. We don't sit alone with ourselves anymore. That's right. Because we have a little electronic device that was once a big laptop is now in our palm and we have access to everything. Why would I sit and take a moment to myself when I could see what somebody else is doing, when I can check my email, when I can read the news, when I could take a picture, so on and so forth. So Mm -hmm. it's become this go-to, and I don't think that's inherently bad, but when it becomes a distraction um, and and we're just looking for that feel-good hit of dopamine because at the end of the day, so much of what we do on our phone is entertainment. Yes. especially social media it's free it's free media it's free entertainment yep i think instagram stories or snapchat is a perfect or, or youtube it's a perfect yes. example of this because we didn't pay to receive the images or the photos or the videos we didn't have a you know a cable subscription to watch this 15 second video we got it for free and right. it's fun and it might make us laugh or it might give us a little bit of insight into somebody that we think highly of or insight into somebody we don't like. One or the, you know, something. <laughs> if you're trolling. It's, yeah, totally. It's there, for, <laughs> it's there for our pleasure. But I, but research reveals that cell phone addiction and when we're spending more time on it than is really necessary. Did you hear that? Necessary. Because right. for each of us, necessary is different. If we're using it for work or, Correct. Get, again, I get that for each of us. So we're not, we're not looking to shame anyone. I mean, Mrs. Ashley Abercrombie clearly said, she's an addict mm-hmm. um so i mean there's an addict on the line currently people yes, we are working I'm, through I'm this as this a group <laughs> hello my name is ashley yeah. and i am a grateful believer in jesus christ who's who struggles with her iphone addiction <laughs> i'm trying not to laugh at you it's so funny um but research does reveal that it causes a chemical imbalance that leads to anxiety yeah. and, and tiredness and can really yeah. lead to stress i think that um we talk about this a lot on why though, but of just there's a lot you can't control in the world. Yes. And when you read, especially late at night for me, that's when I get anxious when yeah. I'm on my phone is late at night because I'm reading the news. And why wouldn't I read that in the morning when I've got all the no mercies that the Lord gave me that morning? <laughs> nope, I'm doing it right before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting stressed out. Actually, I have a really great example of this the other night. I got real curious, and it was like 11.30. I need to be asleep because I have to wake up and face the day, you know? But I thought, what is the synopsis to Snakes on a Plane? I'd like to know. (laughs) (laughs) So here I am, 11.30 at night, reading a scene. (laughs) Because this is like the actual things we do. (laughs) I wish I was joking. I really do, but I was not. I needed to know because I'm not going to go see that movie. I'd be too scared. So I, so I I, really don't like scary movies. And it just crawls into my subconscious or slithers into my subconscious, <laughs> if you will, and just makes a home. And so I thought, I need to know. So I read a scene by scene, play by play of this movie. It takes me about 45 minutes. And then, and then I can't fall asleep because I'm thinking about snakes on a plane and why somebody would ever do that to another person. And it was a, and I'm like, first of all, why would Samuel L. Jackson be in this movie? This seems below his pay grade. I don't know why he signed up for this. I agree. Anyway, anyway. But my point to this is our phone is like, oh, I want to know about this. Oh, I want to Google that. Oh, I want to think about this. Oh, yeah. this popped into my mind. And instead of thinking about it with my own brain, I'm going to go ahead and see what everyone else thinks about it or what research says about it or or find a video about it because yes. that's that's what we do. But the truth is it's taking up so much of our blank space that we would normally have in our day to just be 
and really center ourselves and instead we are turning to our phone and i found this really interesting when we were on vacation this past spring um, we went to london and paris and when we were in paris this really threw me off i've been to paris before but it was many moons ago when it was flip phones and it wasn't smartphone world yet right and I'm there with my kids, and we're going to all these cute cafes, and we're walking along. And are you ready for this, Ashley? I'm ready. Nobody was on their phone. Man. We would walk How'd by. How'd they do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> we would walk by these outdoor cafes, these beautiful, beautiful streets, and just people there sipping their espresso. I could not find anyone on their phone. And my husband was the first to notice it. He said, look around. Name one person on their phone. People had... Like big old, you know, Canon cameras taking pictures of historical sites. For sure yeah. you saw that. But we, we didn't see anyone just sitting on their phone. Everybody was talking to each other. Mm. Like, in this, like in the olden days. It was, <laughs> a, it was a crazy thing. And even my son noticed. He said, oh, mm. mom, look, nobody's on their phone. Everybody's just talking to each other or sitting there and sipping their espresso and just looking out into the street and watching the people go by and it was so pleasant and I did not have I didn't I'm too cheap to turn on my data plan when I'm abroad so usually totally. I turn it on airplane mode when I'm abroad and one of us my husband or I will keep our data on but it's 10 bucks a day yo and when you're gone for 12 days that is that's more than your yes. actual bill that you're normally going to pay yes. for the whole month so um we we just had his on for work and I didn't have mine on so I was not reaching for my phone at all at all and he had his big camera with him so he was taking great pictures of the kids and all the sites and for two weeks to not have your phone on was the best two weeks of my life because I wasn't yeah, reaching it's for like it real rest checking. you know it was real rest. rest my brain was resting you were and not that I'm I'm not one to be like oh I wonder what they're doing I don't have FOMO really I really don't I've, I've never been one it's like, oh, I wish I was doing there that with totally. them. Or, oh, what's, what are they up to? No, that's not. I just don't, I'm just not wired that way. Yep. And I, I'm not saying like I'm above it. I'm just saying I'm not wired that way. Yep. And uh, so I'm, but, but by nature, if you're on Instagram, you're like, oh, what did they do? Or what are they posting? Or what's going on? Or what did they write today? It's not, it, it's more curiosity than anything, I would say. But when that becomes your go-to, instead of just enjoying your moment and savoring your day, not, not even just your season, but your moment. That 60 seconds of that moment. I think it's something really beautiful. Really, really beautiful. It is. I think um, one of the things that I've really noticed in our culture today um, is that we are so connected over social media and through email and text message. And, you know, the response time is so much faster than it used to be. And we're just sort of available at all times. Mm. Um, But we've also never been it seems like as lonely, as depressed, as anxious, as stressed out as we are right now in our generation. And this whole social media phenomenon, even this, the digital information age is young. You know, it's like this is 20 years young to have something in your hand that you can do things with um, and to be accessible at all times. And so we don't actually even fully understand what is happening to our minds or our brains. Like probably get to the end of our life and be like, wow, this is really what it was doing. And they'll probably start regulating this just like the FDA had to not let you smoke on planes anymore. I'm sure that there's something digitally that we need to be more aware of that we aren't currently. And I, um, my husband and I had this hilarious 
um, Valentine's Day card. I found it at Paper Source, one of my favorite stores forever. If you want to sponsor us, Paper Source, <laughs> we are yours for the taking. I love Paper Source too. <laughs> Did you know that I'm crazy about Paper Source? Oh, yes, well? of course. You knew this? Oh, yes, gosh, it's it phenomenal. So it's like the best store ever. It's but the they had this great card with this couple laying in the bed, not facing each other, looking at their iPhones. And it said on it, there's nobody else I'd rather lay in bed next to and look at my iPhone with. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. And so I got him that because I just laughed because um, that's so often how we can end a day. Either we're catching yes, up on something or we're just scrolling yes. or just trying to come down from, you know, the day or whatever. But it used to be that that wasn't even an option. So our con- the way that we connect and relate to the world, although I don't think it's a bad thing, it's just that it's changed so drastically. Um, and I think that we have to be very, very intentional in the world that we're living in to be connected. And one of the ways for me in trying to deal with my addiction, I you know, I got this um, app called Moments and it tells you, now the iPhone does this automatically, but this Moments app tells you how much time you've spent on all of the things that you have on your phone. So how much time you spent on your text messaging, how much time you spent on Instagram. And I remember one of the weeks, and part of it was because I had a lot of work to do. Um, and I also do social media for another, another thing, but I was on Instagram for 12 hours in one week. And when I saw that, I was like, what? I gave 12 hours of my life to Instagram. And I started thinking about all the things that I felt like I couldn't do that week and the things that I couldn't get done. And then I thought, but I gave 12 hours to Instagram. Like, how did this happen to me? Um, and just really That's wanting a word to read right there, girl. Yeah. I just wanted to start reorienting my life around something different. And I'm certainly not there and I haven't arrived. But one of the things I did is I, I removed Facebook and Twitter from my phone. Um, part of removing Facebook from my phone was that I realized I started hating people online that I like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, okay, I, I don't want to do thing. this anymore. You know, I want to actually like people. I don't want to get caught up in the comment section and then start creating narratives about people, whether they're true or they're not. I didn't want to have those narratives floating around in my brain. Um, and then Twitter, same thing. I love Twitter. I love getting news on Twitter. I love listening to people's opinions and just sort of watching the world unfold in that medium. But at the same time, similar to what you talked about, Tiffany, getting on at 1130 at night, looking at snakes on a plane, that's very often when I would <laughs> catch up on what's happening in you know, politics, what's happening in world religion, what's happening in various crises across the globe. And, yeah. you know, you get into all that and it's important to be aware. We need to do that. That's very important. But at the same time, I started realizing like my whole outlook of everything was starting to change and starting to skew um, really fearfully and really more negative than I wanted it to. And I'm, I'm a snark girl. I really enjoy it. I'll, bring me all the sass. That's very fun. But at the same time, you know, that skepticism can very easily become cynicism. And I think for me, not wanting to become a cynic and not wanting to be this anxious, fearful person and having to really make different decisions about how I use my device and what I use it for. And um, I don't want to check out of my life, you know? Yeah. And I think the phone gives us a great excuse to do that. And I think that just as you said, so practically, you know, you could download an app like Moments. And I know the iPhone, the newest update, has a feature that will track how much time you're spending on your phone. And I think also ask yourself an honest assessment. Yeah. Am I spending more time on my phone? Is this my go-to more than connecting with the people in my home? Right. The My friends? Yep. And time with the Lord. Like, are you, are you finding yourself yeah. reaching you know, for, for your phone to see what other people are doing or read articles. For me, I'm not so much on social media as I am on news sites. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what whether everything from entrepreneur.com to refinery 29 to yep. fill in the blank am i letting that consume my time more than the word of god and just meditating on his goodness and his ways and his nature is that is that taking up more time for me so i think the question and i and i think all of us have a little bit of an internal uh internal temperature we can take to say oh i know i'm out of balance here yeah. i know we know we know yeah, we're not totally. we're grown we're grown <laughs> yeah, folk we know right. when we've been spending too much time on our phone but yes. it really really it will serve us all well if we take a step back i think also as you said that you wanted to when you were talking about twitter you said you wanted to check in what's going on in the world absolutely and i think the flip side of that is we 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 you know, when in the creation of time, I don't think we were ever intended to have access to what was going That's on throughout the it. world at all times. Totally. So we're bombarded with stories. We know about a tornado that hit in Thailand. I don't know if yes. tornadoes hit in Thailand, or, or a, a, you know, a tsunami in Thailand. That's yes. more apt. A tsunami in Thailand, yes. a tornado in the Midwest, yeah. a this and that. We know everything in all the world. That's a lot of weight. It is. That's a lot to carry. And I'm not saying we don't want to be educated. I am an advocate for knowing what's going on in the world because how can yes. you serve a world if you don't know what's going on? Correct. But but I do think that when we allow all of that to, to, to fill the space in our life and not the people that matter, the word that matters, and really give ourselves motives, especially if you're a creative, you need time to create content. You need time to yes, breathe to and think, think and dream. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I think um, to be. It's, really, it's really valuable. <laughs> and, and, you know, I challenge you, moments app or or really you know if you have an iphone utilizing that feature taking an honest assessment as well as having a fast from your phone obviously you need to check some texts but you don't need to be pulling up all the apps you don't need to be doing all the things i get it you need to text and you need to do those things and i think another thing if you um if you have kids you just i i'm really i am i feel a big conviction about being on my phone in front of my children yeah. because i'm going to have teenage boys someday yep. and i don't want to be like get off your phone man get off your pay attention look me in the eye you know yes and i can even see that like you know oh mommy's on her phone or oh daddy's on the phone like oh no I, I don't want to trade when they're glancing at me just to see if I'm paying attention. They're yeah. glancing at me to see if I am fully present in that yes. moment. I want them to see my eyes, yes. not my f- eyes staring at a phone. So yes. I always try to think of what would I want them when they're 16, 17, 18. Do I want them staring at their phone all day? i got to set that example now yep. to be, you know, a quote-unquote hands-free mama. <laughs> yes. Um, and to be available. So... Yeah, and you know what? Another thing is when we're on our phone, people don't know what we're doing. They don't know that we're sending a work email or if we're on Instagram. They just see us on our phone, Correct, yeah. So the rest of the world, we could be doing something so important. And one of the things, I know this sounds so simple, and I apologize if this sounds way too practical, but if you do need to be on your phone, especially if you're out and about with other friends or um, at church or or at the gym, I don't know where you are, but if you got to be on your phone, like stepping away for a minute, don't. Don't yes. be on your phone at the dinner table. If you're out to dinner with your friends, get your Just phone the off phone the down. table. Totally. Take a picture of the food. I understand. Yes. I want to see the picture of what you had. I get that. And then put your phone down. Yes. I mean, is this? A, I, I feel like someone needs to hear this right now. We need to. We need to check ourselves when that little device becomes our idol, yeah. and the people around us become secondary. Become second. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you have agree. any final words on that? No, I just think we all just have to watch ourselves. And again, we don't know how this is affecting us. And the final thing is just thinking about what is what is um, leisure and us serving ourselves with pleasure and what is actually refreshing and life-giving to our souls. And so there yeah. is a way to utilize um, 
our digital technology in a way that is refreshing to us and there is a way to allow it to be in our life that that is serving our pleasure but is not refreshing us or being life-giving and I think that we know when we've stepped over that line and start to feel a little bit toxic and feel like oh this is yucky I don't want to do this anymore Um, and I think it's time for us to make changes so that we can live in a world that is full of connection and community because that's why we're here that's why we're here absolutely and so many of us when we think of self-care we want nothing more than to just have an hour to scroll right yeah totally and that's that's I don't that might feel good in the moment Yeah, it might feel good in the moment and it might feel relaxing in the moment because, again, it is entertainment. It is media. Yeah. But what else in an hour could you do to refresh your soul? What else in an hour could you do to refresh your soul? So just be thinking of those other things. And in the future, we'll really unpack this idea of soul and self-care. But for now, we encourage you to take a minute, have a self-assessment. Yeah. And not let your phone be your Lord, but let it be a useful device that it's intended to be. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.